Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Daly, and today we're going to continue talking about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. We are still on the letter G, and today's topic is G for grow. G for grow. Merriam-Webster defines grow to spring up and develop, to mature, or to come to maturity. It means to increase or to expand. Another definition says to become progressively greater. And I like this one, to write out in full. That's very powerful and very, very prophetic. Because many of us are living our lives beneath the full potential of who God has created and called us to be. And we have an opportunity to write our life out in full when we intend, make an intention, and when we uh, uh, prepare ourselves and purpose ourselves to grow, grow grow. Um, One of the things, if if anyone is really close to me, they'll hear me say this all the time, that everyone grows old, but not everyone grows up. I'll say that again. Everyone grows old, but not everyone grows up. It's a decision and it's a daily one. People often love to say, especially younger people, uh, when we're young, we love to say, I'm grown, I'm grown, I'm grown. Uh, Many have grown older, but yet they haven't grown up. Just because you grow older in age, in time, doesn't mean you grow older in wisdom and in your mind. Some people literally even make a decision to grow down. (laughs) Some people, when you hear the, the term dumb yourself down or, you know, you act as if you don't know or you forget certain, you know, uh, 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 rules, regulations and just purpose and how to live your life by making decisions that regress you, stagnant, make you stagnant. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 2, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to hear it, neither yet now are ye able. And so we as believers have to constantly ask ourselves, am I growing in the things of God? Am I growing in this life? Am I growing as as an individual, as a person? Or am I still looking at life through the lens of an 11-year-old or through a 12-year-old? Or am I making adult decisions now that I am an adult? Now that I am um, in in, in, in this Christian walk for 20 something years? Am, or am I still making the decisions that I made on the day one that I went up to say, Lord, I give my life to you? We can't excuse ourselves from growth. Our, our entire existence and life depends on us fulfilling this purpose that God has placed us on this earth for. And the only way we can do that is through growing. And I want to talk about how if we make a decision to grow, we can grow out the bag. (laughs) You can grow out of the behaviors that are keeping you 
from living the greatness that God has called you to. Because, you know, that's the bag behaviors against greatness. You can grow out of those behaviors by growing into the person that God has called you to be. First Corinthians 13, 11 says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. So th- it doesn't matter that you became a man that now you, 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 so I'm no longer a child. No, no, no. It says when I became a man, I put away childish things. So when you become an adult, you put away certain things in your life. You don't go to certain places. You don't have certain conversations. You don't act a particular way because you became a man and a man has to make decisions. And when I say man, I'm talking about an adult. An adult makes decisions that children don't, they don't necessarily have to deal with that. So as an adult, you have to make a decision as a a true believer, a seasoned believer. You make a decision to put certain things away. They no longer belong amongst you. They no longer uh, serve you. So you put it away. That's what makes you an adult. That's what makes you grow up. That's what makes you a believer. You make a decision to separate yourself and put it away. Hallelujah. You put it away. You can't go backwards. Yes, your infancy served a purpose when you're a baby. Um, being an infant, it serves its purpose as you're growing up, your muscles, your development, your body is developing so that when you become an adult, you can function as an adult. But those years, those informative years were very necessary. Your, your beginning is very necessary. That's why the Bible tells us despise not the small beginning. You must start at a place, but that's not where you're going to end up. Hallelujah. You have to grow. And we're talking about growing today because that growth will get you out of a bag. You cannot stay where we, where you were. You must grow out of it so you can come out of it. The season served a purpose. It served a purpose, but now you must grow up. Those friends, they served a purpose. That position, it served a purpose. That job, it served a purpose. That relationship, it served a purpose. We honor it and thank it for serving that purpose, but we release it so that we may grow. Hallelujah. God commands us to grow. As a matter of fact, what did Jesus, what did God say when he created man that they will be fruitful and multiply? The only way something multiplies is if it's growing. Hallelujah. What are you allowing to grow in your life? Are you allowing doubt to grow or are you allowing faith to grow? Are you allowing prosperity to grow or are you allowing poverty to grow? What is growing? When I say those negative things, that means you're growing down instead of growing up. We must grow up. It is our season to grow up. God commands us to grow. You know, a lot of times you will hear people say, well, I just got to be me. Well, I'm going to ask the question, is that the 12 year old you or is that the 45 year old you? Because we have a lot of people that are 50, 60, 70 years old that have still the same mentality as they did when they were 16. They haven't grown. You can look around, look at our society today. You have grown adults making decisions and choices from a 12 and a 13 year old hurt mind. There should be a difference in your decision making. 
with your age, whether it, it shouldn't just be that you grow older in age in your body, but your mind, your mind, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We got to grow into it. Hallelujah. We got to grow into it. Hallelujah. And the thing is that you can be grown in one area and a baby in another. You can be grown in, 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 in being married, but you're a baby in your decision making. You could be grown in, in um, your finances, but you're a baby in your emotional health. We need to be whole in Christ Jesus. He is calling us to grow. And these behaviors are keeping us from fulfilling the greatness that God has called us to. We have to grow up. We have to grow up. Everything you experience in this life is for your growth. Everything you experience in this life is for your growth, the good and the bad. So instead of just going through it, you need to grow through it. Hallelujah. Instead of just saying, I'm going through it. No, no, no. I am, I am growing through it. Hallelujah. You are full of seed. You are full of power. You are full of potency, just waiting to be nurtured and to grow. To grow isn't always pleasant. It's not. Just like this message, I'm sure it is not pleasant for the open mind. It is not pleasant for that person that is fertile ground ready to be to be plowed. It's hard. It takes a lot of effort and discipline. It takes breaking. It takes you to acknowledge that you don't know everything. It is very hard to grow, but it is very necessary. For instance, when you're growing in strength, you know, people who do personal training, that muscle must be broken down. It must be torn apart. That muscle is sore and it is tender before it becomes strong. You have to press through the pain in order to grow through it. Hallelujah. You must press through that pain in order to grow from it. It's the same way in every area that we desire to see growth in our life, because growth is the result of the decision to grow. You have to make a decision to grow. You can't see growth without a consistent effort to grow. Hallelujah. We must make a decision as believers to grow so that we can come out of the bag that is keeping us stagnant from reaching the purposes and plans of God for our life. Number one, I'm going to give you seven areas that we should be focused on as believers to grow in this life and fulfill the purposes and plans of God for our life. Ephesians 4 and 14 tells us, and this is in reference to number one, grow up. Grow up. Ephesians 4, 14 to 15 says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. It says we shouldn't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, listening to people that twist the scripture, that twist words, that twist our words, that twist, twist the words of others to get what they want. It's cunningness, it's craftiness, and they're lying in wait to deceive us. Why? That we may stay in the bag and we may not be able to become all that God has wanted us to be because we become stagnant from listening to their lies instead of receiving the truth. In love, 
that we may grow up how into all things in Christ Jesus. This is why we must we must make a conscious decision to grow up. We can't be like children tossed to and fro. First Peter 2 verses 1 to 2 tell us, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. How do you want to grow? Grow by the word of God. You want to hear the word of God so that you're not listening to the word of man, the word of somebody else telling you something. That's why on these podcasts, I give you on these episodes, I give you scripture after scripture after scripture so that you may know him for yourself. This is the seed that you need to grow. You need the word of God. It is the seed of God. You need that word to germinate in your spirit and to reproduce itself in your life. Hallelujah. The word of God will make you grow up. And you will not be tossed to and fro and you will be able to be delivered from speaking malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and all of these things. Because as a believer, it should have no place in you. Number one, that was grow up. Number two, grow in the Lord. We need to grow in the Lord. We need to know him. We need to grow in the knowledge of who he is. We need to understand him. If we're going to follow him, if we're going to be like him, you need to grow in the Lord. Second Peter 3 and 18 tells us, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. We need to grow in God, grow in the grace that that's in the endowment and the power. I talk about that in G grace. We need to grow in grace and in the knowledge. That means you need to, (laughs) you know, the people of God perish for a lack of knowledge. We need to know who God is, not by what someone else told us, but how we know him through his word, through our relationship with him. We have to grow in the Lord. We need to know him, the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We need to grow in him. Thank you, Jesus. The third thing, grow in faith. We need to build our faith. We need to build our faith. We need to grow in faith so that every time some adversity comes against us, we don't buckle under the pressure. Hallelujah. But we need to be, you know, this is why Jesus said, oh, ye of little faith, because he had been with the disciples for so long and he was like, whoa, I can't believe you can't do this. But that's us each and every day. We can't even talk about the disciples because Jesus wakes us up every morning. Hallelujah. Close us in our right mind. Many of us are walking about where somebody else is laying on their deathbed, but yet we don't have the faith that God can bring us out of a situation. We must grow in faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, It is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you want to fulfill the purpose of God for your life in this life, you must have faith. You cannot please him without it. It is impossible to please God if we don't walk in faith. The Bible even tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 5, 7. We walk 
by faith and not by sight. We walk because we trust God. We believe God. We know that he can do it. We're not moved by our circumstances or our situations, but you got to grow into that. Hallelujah. You got to grow into knowing that if God be for you, then who could be against you? You got to grow into knowing that you're the head and not the tail. You got to grow into knowing that you were created wonderfully and fearfully made in the image of almighty God. You have to grow into that. And many of us today, we we need to fight that we may grow, that we may grow up in our faith, that we may grow up in the Lord, that we may grow up as individuals. Hallelujah. And then let's go on to the fourth thing. We need to grow in wisdom. Now, many of you know, um, if you know me, you know, wisdom is the number one principle in God that I desire and have desired for many years. In in 2007, I had a prayer request from January to December of that year. Only one thing I prayed for, only one thing I prayed for that entire year, and only one thing I sowed a seed for that entire year, and it was for divine wisdom. It was for divine wisdom. And one day I'll share my testimony. Some of you know it, but I will share my testimony and what God did to blow my mind. That one year I had one prayer request only. I didn't ask for anything else. I only asked for wisdom and he gave it to me in abundance and in a spectacular way. And I'm so grateful to God, even this podcast and my ministry of what God has been doing in my life for over 25 years is truly been accelerated as a result of that prayer request in 2007. And I give God the glory for it. But look at this Proverbs four and seven says that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. It's very important that we have the wisdom of God because it is the first thing that we need to understand how to matriculate and to move through this world. We must grow in wisdom. And even though we get that wisdom, even more important than that, with wisdom, you must have an understanding or an ability to apply it properly. Very important. So we have to grow in wisdom. We we can't just do things our way and just say, hey, that's it. Uh, you know, I already know. I already know. No, our, our mind should always be open to receive what the spirit of the Lord is saying in the moment. We need to get his understanding of everything that's going on in our life and every day. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3 and 13 tells us, happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Happy. You talking about you want to be happy? Get wisdom. Wisdom will eradicate a lot of problems that we're facing today. If we get a true sense of divine wisdom in a situation, it will help us to cut out a lot of the chatter and it will help us to see things the way that God would have us to see it. And then underlining that with understanding so that we're able to apply that new wisdom to our life and get out of these bags. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, 16. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver. It tells the word of God tells you that wisdom is more precious than gold. Why? Because with wisdom, you can get all the gold in the world because it is open to you. Gold can be lost by a fool. <laughs> but if you have wisdom, not only can you get the gold, but you can keep the gold and you can teach others how to do so as well. Hallelujah. 
thank God for his wisdom today. James, and I'm giving you a lot of scriptures about wisdom because I love wisdom so much. James 1, 5 and 8 says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given. But let them ask in faith, going back to what we talked about growing up in faith, not wavering in any way, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of God. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And see, this is why you must have wisdom so that you're not tossed to and fro, so that you have a clear cut understanding of what you are to do. Too many times we say, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know because you don't have wisdom, but wisdom is a light. It is a lamp unto your feet. It's a light unto your path. That's who Jesus is. He directs you. He orders your steps. He shows you where you ought to go. But if you don't have wisdom, you're going to be double-minded. You're not going to know what you want to do. You're not going to have the faith that you need to operate and get out of that situation. It is important that we pursue wisdom. And one more scripture. James 3.17 says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. You see, because there is a there is a divine wisdom, which is this wisdom. It's the wisdom from above. And then there is a worldly wisdom, which is a cunning wisdom. It's a tricker. You know, it, it wants to trick you. It wants to use information to manipulate things, to make it look a certain way and for you to act and behave a certain way. But God's wisdom always supersedes worldly wisdom. And you need to ask God to give you the divine wisdom because it sees outside of the worldly wisdom and it can make decisions for you or you can use it to make decisions that will always cause you to triumph over the cunning, evil-minded wisdom of this world. Wisdom. We have to grow in wisdom grown wisdom. We need to, I, I know I'm running out of time, so I'm just going to, we need to grow in love. We need to grow in love. God commands us to love one another, that we are to love one another. Even he, he says, you know, when we say, oh, I love you, Lord, but you can't love the Lord that you don't see and, and, and hate the brother that you see. We need to grow in love. We need to grow in love. Why? Because God himself is love. He, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him would not perish, but have everlasting life. We need to ask God to help us to grow up in love, that we will have more love for our neighbors, more love for our families, more love for the people of God, more love for this world, not loving the things of the world, but loving the people that we may show forth the love of God. Hallelujah. We also need to grow in peace. We need to grow in peace, the peace that passes all understanding, because a lot of the reasons why we get caught up in the bag or we get caught up in circumstances because we allow the enemy to rob us of our peace. But God tells us in his word that he's our prince of peace. He gives us a peace that passes all understanding. He said in Isaiah, he will give us perfect peace if we keep our minds stayed on thee. It is very, very important that we grow in peace, grow in the ability to preserve our peace. Hallelujah. And the last thing I'm going to say before I run out of time is we need to grow on purpose. 
We need to grow on purpose, going all the way back to the top of the message that many of us grow older in age, but are we growing up? Hallelujah. We're growing older, but are we growing up to the purposes and the plans of God? Are we growing in to the things of God? Are we growing in to what God created us for? Are we fulfilling the purpose of God by doing the things that God has destined for us to do? We need to grow. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for my brother and my sister that are listening to this podcast today. I pray that your supernatural glory comes over their life, that your supernatural anointing comes over them right now. And Lord, you enable them to grow, expose to them every area that they're needing growth in, Lord God. And I pray that you put a desire, Lord God, and also a fire in them that they may grow in those areas, that they may grow into the fullness of all the capacity that you have placed in them to be all that you have called them to be, and that they will be that flame. Like you said in your word, my ministers are as flames of fire. This growth will catch fire all around them and everything they've touched, Lord God, shall prosper. And I just give you glory right now, Lord God, because I know that you hear our prayers and I honor you, Lord God, with all that I am for being our Lord and our Savior and helping us to grow in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you so much for taking your time today to listen in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. If you're being blessed by these messages, please share them so that someone else may be blessed as well. You can also visit us on the World Wide Web at www.chickinabag.com. Dot com. That's www.chickinabag.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we love you and pray that you continue to stay out of the bag. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.